Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Get Chatty with me. I just love talking to you guys. And today's episode is going to be a lot of fun. We are going to be talking about friendships and everything good and bad that comes with them. From fake friends to one-sided friendships to best friends to spending too much time with friends and how to make friends. We're going to cover it all. So buckle in. We're going to have so much fun with this one. And if you guys actually want to have some influence over what kind of topics I cover next, make sure, you know, chuck a DM into my Instagram, which is Ray. Or next time I have a question box on my story, just pop in a little, you know, question statement or topic idea that you want to hear spoken about on Get Chatty With Me. So keep an eye out for those and let's get started. So I've done some episodes about high school and uni and all that jazz. But today we're going to be talking about friendship specifically, you know, how to deal with friends copying you, how to deal with friends that put you down, how to deal with friends that are just like completely fake, like just straight up fake, don't even try and hide it. All that kind of stuff is what we're going to be going over. Now, I feel like I've touched on a few of this stuff in like high school and school episodes, but I feel like it's a really good one to kind of isolate into its own topic because toxic friendships, for example, are a hefty topic. A toxic friendship is not one that is taken lightly because there's so many different aspects to it, whether they like, you know, if you have a friend that's putting you down, first of all, it's not a friend, but if you have a friendship where you're in a situation where like that person just has not said one positive thing about you, is always putting you down no matter what for, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to tackle it because you're under this illusion that they're your friend when they're really not. And this episode is going to be more highlighting stuff like that. So let's just jump right into it. I think the main like few things that I'm kind of highlighting here is like being left out, being copied, having a friend who copies you and just toxic friendships. So let's start with being left out. Being left out is a very, very weird concept. I don't understand exclusion. I really don't. And maybe that's because of the way I was brought up. I was always taught, you know, you include everyone. You have no one being left out. It's the wrong thing to do. It's inappropriate to have someone feeling like an outer. That's how I was growing up. That's how I was raised. Some people were just not raised like that. And they will deliberately exclude someone. Now, there's a fine line between excluding someone and having a smaller friendship group. For example, when I was in high school, I had a group of maybe 13 to 15 girls, but I was close with maybe two, three, four of them. And we would all go off together, you know, to the canteen, maybe to the bathroom. That's not exclusion. That's just, you know, hanging out with a few friends solely. If you're inviting everyone, which we always did, and it was just always the same few people that would go, it's not exclusion because you're being open, you're inviting everyone and you're, you're doing it in a way that isn't malicious. But if you're sitting there and you're going, oh, come on, girls, let's like leave her here. We don't want to speak to her or be like, oh, come on. No, you can't come. That's when it becomes inappropriate. And that's when it becomes, you know, just bitchy. So bitchy. I actually had an incident in high school where I was sitting with this big group of girls and literally I had a girl sit with her back to me. Now, I feel like sitting with your back to someone, obviously not on accident because you can't help that sometimes, but if you're deliberately sitting with your back to someone, that is just the most inappropriate thing you could ever do. 
it's just disgusting going out of your way to show someone that you are you know you're putting your back to them is just rude first of all and just you're intentionally showing this person you don't want them part of the conversation and it's actually just rude plainly rude plainly inappropriate and it's just not how you should go about it if you don't want to talk to that person you don't want to socialize with them you say politely i'm just going to excuse myself and just um go speak to this person or you get up and just remove yourself from the situation you don't sit with your back to them and talk to everyone else but them it's just beyond inappropriate and stuff like that is just disgusting because it's like in your face being left out in someone's face is so different to being left out behind the scenes because when you're like excluded in person and no one is standing up for you that is the worst feeling like standing there and having no one be like hey wait a minute like that's wrong you shouldn't be doing that they all just like let it go they all just like yeah we'll just let it happen it's just so weird but being like left out outside of an in-person interaction is a whole other thing because there are so many more excuses that can be made when it's in person and it's like in front of you the other individual doesn't really have much to say because you can see the whole ordeal going down you can see that they are we're deliberately trying to do that whereas if it's done in a way that is you know it's been an online interaction they can just be like oh we thought you were added to the group chat oh my gosh we forgot to add you oh i called you didn't i i called you to come but you really got no calls through that's because she didn't call you she didn't she's just making up lies and it's so much easier to do that when you're doing it online when you're excluding people online and that's why the online world is like a blessing and a curse because like my parents say all the time not growing up on social media benefited them in a way because they never had to deal with the politics of like a snapchat like a face selfie uh, typing a half swipe you know like oh my god did he dm her this that and the other they never had all those complexes like if you want to reach someone you had to call the house phone can you imagine having to do that nowadays like imagine i like had a crush on a boy or like at like i or like tried to call my best friend and like her dad answered or like the boy's mum answered and i had to be like hey like can i just talk to your child like <clears throat> so funny anyway i'm going i'm getting off track being left out online is a whole other world because there's so many excuses that can be made for it and you know that the excuses aren't the truth like you're sitting there knowing like she didn't call you but she will tell you she did and she'll be like oh my god i literally called you she'll even show you her call log and your name will be there there's just so much you can manipulate on an iphone the internet and just the social media world that it just becomes unreliable and I think with this whole leaving people out thing, it just, it's sad and it's a reflection of this person's insecurity. It's a reflection of how they individually look at themselves and how they think they should treat other people. And you shouldn't take it to heart, but you will. I have been in this exact situation and I have taken it to heart. And I can easily sit here and tell you not to, but it's pretty hard when it's someone close to you, especially if this is like your best friend, even worse. And that's another thing. That's a whole other thing. Being left out by friends is like one issue. Being left out by your best friend is a whole other issue. That's like your ride or die. That's like your day one and they are excluding you. That is pretty next level. And I feel like when it's an instance where it's someone you're super, super close to, you have to kind of look at the situation and be like, okay, have I 
done something to make this person react like this or are they reacting like this because of their own insecurity or because of someone else's influence because i feel like those are the three reasons you are left out from something it's either because someone is super insecure of you your friendships something to do with you they want to target you they want to you know put a target on your back and just literally go for your life that's one option two they have someone else that is influencing them to do this and they don't even realize or number three you've had a falling out and it's a deliberate thing there's no like apologeticness like it's just completely deliberate it's like yes i am leaving you out because we have had this this and this happen and i no longer want to associate with you and i feel like in that instance it's not even being left out it's kind of just creating distance but i can see how in situations where if you don't know what you've done then you will perceive it as being left out because you're like literally not sure what you've done to make this person not want to hang out with you anyways when it's like a best friend there should hopefully be a bit more communication there and i feel like communication is such an important thing especially in high school because everyone tends to not communicate and just over dramatize everything gossip is like the biggest thing ever i was talking about this in like my high school episode how like gossip is such a big thing and doesn't need to be but when it's like your best friend i feel like that's your opportunity to be like girl can we just sit down and talk about this because it's not fair and then that relationship goes from being so strong to very toxic very quickly and that is like the last thing that we want obviously because you know that's your best friend but sometimes relationships like that if they are willing to isolate you so easily it could also be a blessing in disguise. And that's another way you kind of have to look at it. But moving on from this, if you were to have a falling out with someone, someone like your best friend, best, best friend, and then it moves from a good friendship to an awkward friendship, I feel like that's when they start getting toxic. Because there's always those like mean comments, those, you know, negative comments you know they got a little bit of negative connotation to them they're like a little bit sly a bit sneaky but they they claim to be harmless it's all that stuff that makes everything toxic like being like oh like yeah your hair actually actually looks nice today like you actually put some effort in backhanded compliments oh my god a teen girl is the biggest culprit and i feel like backhanded compliments run toxic friendships like am i wrong they literally they own toxic friendships Backhanded compliments are the CEO of toxic friendships. I'm telling you right now. And another thing I don't like about toxic friendships is like, obviously there's nothing to like about them. They're literally toxic and disgusting. But another thing that I don't like about toxic friendships, because obviously there's nothing to like, but this is the main one. The way that they talk behind people's backs. I feel like talking behind someone's back is so shallow and you see it so much with toxic friendships. Like telling their friend, friend in like, quotation marks i'm using the word friend very loosely but telling their friend one thing and then telling someone else the other so toxic such toxic behavior if you are going to talk ill about someone don't pretend to be their friend it is so childish just be straight up with that person just communicate like i say all the time just tell them look i just don't think this friendship is working i feel like there's just a lot of tension when it comes to our friendship i just feel like some things are said in a backhanded way and I feel like this friendship isn't working anymore. It can be that simple. And it doesn't have to be negative. You don't have to end this in a screaming match, pulling her hair, like, outside in the lunch, like, in the oval. But you know what I mean. Like, if the friendship is already toxic, why are we trying to salvage it? Just let it go. Because there's always one thing with toxic friendships is that they don't know how to just let each other go. They just let it go on forever. Anyways, let's talk more about how to make friends with girls or guys or, you know 
whoever when they're already in a group. Now, this is something that I feel like is more of a high school problem because at my age, I wouldn't say I'm in a group. I wouldn't say I'm in a group of friends. I would say that I'm, I have a wide variety of friendships and like we all obviously have our little groups of people that we're closest with, but it's not an exclusive group where anyone would feel like they're not invited into it. Groups are funny because people are so cautious of someone else entering the group without like permission. If they're on like the same hierarchy status of, you know, this person, like, are they allowed in the group? Do we even like this person? Is it good to be seen with them? All these problems that like come with the whole friendship clicky thing. In actuality, it's just not that deep to join someone else's friendship group, but it feels that deep in the moment. So if we're talking about it as if it's a very severe thing, I would say the way to approach it is to just start by becoming friends with people in the group through class. So if you have a, like, if, let's say for example, you've got business with one of the girls in the group, sit next to her, become her friend and get to a point where like, you know, when you see her walking around at lunchtime, you can go over and say hi. You know, it's not awkward. It's not tense for you to like, say hi be like oh my god hey sandra i don't know why i named her sandra but her name's sandra get it to that point then slowly start doing this with other members of the group and then slowly they will start to want to have your company when you are organically friends with someone you will not feel ostracized when you are genuinely friends with someone and the friendship is not for show or for malicious intent then the friendship is genuine. They're going to want to have you around. So it's not going to be a matter of entering their group. You're going to become part of their group because you're going to be their friend and they're going to want to have you there. So that's how I think you would like kind of tackle that friendship situation. Anyway, before we move on to some more friendship related questions, I thought we could talk about my chemist warehouse dupe for this week. Now, this one is actually pretty fun. My dupe for this week is a lipstick and it's for the viral lipstick on TikTok. Oh my goodness. If you have TikTok on your phone, you have heard of the Thanks, it's MAC, MAC lipstick. This dupe is like elite. Color is like an awesome match. The formulation for me, like on my lips, on my skin, obviously, the formula has been pretty much identical. It literally, the actual consistency of the lip has been great. The longevity of the lipstick, identical. It's the Revlon Super Lustrous New Cream in the shade 762 Flushed. It is incredible. And I just love it so much. It's been my go-to lipstick at the moment. I've literally been chucking it in every single handbag. So you guys need to get your hands on this. So cheap. And, you know, obviously you can get it super easily at your local chemist warehouse. I would definitely recommend this product. Let's go back to our little friendship conversation. Another thing I wanted to touch on is that friendships do change. Now, this is something that a lot of people struggle with. The changing of friendships, the dynamic might change. You guys might not get along as much as you guys thought you were. I actually had something really similar to this happen to me recently. I had a friend who I was friends with from year seven to year 12. We were friends for ages. We were literally inseparable. You ask anyone, they, they were like, they were two peas in a pod. And it's unfortunate, but this person and I have not actually spoken for like six months. And it is really hard for me to say that because 
I envisioned this person to be in my life for so long because we gelled so well, we glued so well. But after high school, because this person actually ended up dropping out at the end of year 11. So when I was finishing up year 12, they were just doing their own thing. And now after, you know, I've gone through high school, they've gone through like a year of no school, just committed to working, made new friendships, moved out, all this stuff. We don't have a lot in common anymore. And it has caused us to become distant. And it's really sad. This person was literally at my house every second day. Makes me emotional just talking about it. But like, it's a good example because it shows you guys, like it happens to anyone and it's inevitable. You can't salvage it. You can't force yourself to get along with this person the same way you used to because, you know, everyone grows. And this portion of schooling and uni is where everyone grows the most. It's like your teens and your early 20s. That's where you grow. That's where you end up becoming an individual and you, you know, become the person that you are today. And it's really hard because when you've been friends so long throughout high school and high school for some people can be a hard experience. And this person and I, we went through that together. So we were like, thing one, thing two, if you will. Literally, I cannot remember a day where they weren't at my house. And now we don't even speak. And it's so weird because this is not how I expected it to go down at all. But it just shows that this is normal. If you have a friend at the moment that you're just like, we're getting becoming more distant with each other, I don't understand why, like we were such good friends and now it feels like we barely speak or if we do, it's awkward. I am sorry because friendship heartbreaks are honestly worse than boyfriend heartbreaks or girlfriend heartbreaks or just any relationship heartbreak. I actually think friendship breakups are the worst type of breakup because it's so much more emotional. I don't know, maybe that's just me. Let me know if you guys think the same, but it's just like the weirdest feeling. Like you actually feel like your heart is shattered because you poured your heart and soul out to this person. You picked one person and you were like, yep, that's gonna be my best friend. And now you don't even speak. It's just such a weird thing, but this is not your fault. It's neither person's fault. By default, you're gonna grow up and you're gonna grow into different people. And that is okay. You don't have to force yourself to be this person's friend. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's unfortunate, but it's how life works. So if you're currently in a situation where you have a friend who you've been friends with for so long and you just feel like you're growing apart, don't force the relationship because that'll make it worse. Like I have a friend that I've known, two friends actually, the sisters, two friends that I've known since I was five. And I can actually never get enough of them. And it's funny because you have the two very different ends of the spectrum. One friend who I thought was going to be there forever and they are no longer part of my life. And then other friends who I've known since I was like in prep that I would have never guessed would get to this point where we're still friends now. But it's really lovely because they're the type of friendship that I don't have to worry. I don't have to think twice about spending time with them. And that's how friendships should work. If you've been friends with someone for that long, it shouldn't feel like a forced friendship. And I feel like once it gets to a point where you start growing and you become a different person and you guys aren't great friends anymore, you aren't as great as friends as you thought you were, the friendship doesn't become any easier. It becomes harder. It's less easygoing. And you'll be able to see that. So once it gets to that point, don't force it. Just let it naturally play out as sad as it is. I know we've all been through it. Like I said, friendship heartbreaks are literally the worst heartbreaks ever. Another thing I wanted to touch on was copying. Now, copying is the freaking weirdest thing. 
because people are like, oh, if someone's copying you, you're meant to take it as a compliment. But it can be so frustrating. And I had a friend that used to copy me, like a serial copier. And you know what the funny thing is? I probably, as a child, copied someone. I definitely copied someone. And it probably got on their nerves so badly. But I wouldn't have even realized. And I reckon people don't even realize they're copying. Or if they do, then that's just like insane. But like, I feel like there's a difference between someone copying you and someone being like, I really like this person's fashion sense. I really like the way this person does their makeup. I really like this, that, the other. I want to kind of portray that in my own way. Different. Like if I had a friend come to me and be like, oh my God, your outfit today is iconic. Like I need to know where that jumper is from. I would be like, girl, it's from here. Like go grab it. But if like it's done in a way that is meant to be like, oh, like, you know, you hang out with them in the jumper. The next time you hang out there in the jumper and you're like, oh my God, when did you get that? They're like, before you did. And they try and make it like, you know, like they thought of it first or like, when did you get that? And they're like, what do you want to know? And they get defensive about it. That's when it gets weird. There's a fine line between like weird and like flattering when it comes to copying. Like I remember this girl, bless her soul. She used to copy me in primary school and I used to do singing. She really wanted to do singing. And then she did singing. And then I was like, oh my God, we can sing together. And she was like, no, I'm just like a bit more experienced. And I was like, so you're more experienced, but I've been singing for longer. And even when we're 11, like it's really not that deep. And it's just so funny to look back and be like, she couldn't have just said, yeah, like I think it's really cool that you do sing. I was like in choir, man. It wasn't anything serious. Like it wasn't like she couldn't turn around and be like, oh, that, I actually thought that was really cool and fun and thought I could do it just weird and I think you got to be careful with people who copy you because like it actually is flattering in a sense that it's like they're inspired by what you're doing what you're wearing what you're using it's actually quite sweet and you should be like flattered by it in a way but I get that it can like rub others the wrong way so I get that so don't at me and be like it's not flattering like I get it I get how you would feel but sometimes you just got to let them do it and just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna let this one go. Just, you know what? Like, and another thing is, if they've just copied one thing, then you need to get a grip a bit. If it's like five things a day, then yeah, maybe have a conversation. If you just wanna say to them, look, I'm really flattered that you take a lot of your inspiration from me, but it's making me a little bit uncomfortable. That's all you have to say. That's why I always say communication is key, guys. It's literally key to just straight up communicate with someone and just tell them exactly how you're feeling because then you get it off your chest, you're more confident in the friendship and you and your friend actually have a stronger bond because she could turn around and be like, yeah, you know what? I have realized that lately I've been taking like the inspiration a bit too seriously. Like I'll step back a bit, you know? Cause it's nothing like, there's nothing wrong with taking inspiration from your friend. It's actually kind of what makes you into your character like you take inspiration from people and a lot of the time it's people close to you but you just got to be careful how you do so if that makes sense now let's discuss one-sided friendships they are the interesting one now a one-sided friendship is obviously not a beneficial friendship i think with friendship it's a very special bond and when it gets to the point where it's not 50 50 it's no longer serving its purpose and that's why one-sided friendships never work because they're not serving the purpose of the friendship which is to benefit each party and when you're the one that is making all the plans you're putting all the effort in and you're not getting anything back you need to stop putting that effort in if you are the friend that 
is super committed to the friendship and they're not you need to take a step back and show them what they're missing because a lot of the time what people don't understand is they don't know what they like people don't know what they have till it's gone and this applies for friendships and relationships funnily enough because they don't care at the time that you're the only one asking to make plans asking to have sleepovers whatever whatever but when the time comes to when you're gone and they actually need your support or they want your company and you're not there then they're gonna be like shit i've been a really bad friend and that's when it's gonna click for them i'm 100 percent sure we've all been in a friendship before where you know it's totally been one-sided the thing with one-sided friendships is you never know if they're actually one-sided because you're doubting yourself you're being like wait no 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 like she's my friend of course she's my friend of course she you know this that and the other when in reality it's not true but at the time you're trying to convince yourself because you don't like the reality of him or her not actually being your friend and that's why you tell yourself no no no, the friendship is equal i think the other thing is with one-sided friendships or just friendships that are toxic in general there's a lot of overthinking and a friendship is meant to be easygoing the ideal friendship is very light-hearted easygoing and it's a good time that's what no one understands it should be a good time any time that you spend with your friend you should be enjoying yourself not worried if you know oh my gosh I hope that like I'm entertaining them today. You know, I hope they're enjoying my company. That is not how you should be thinking with your friend. Friendships really should be easy and they shouldn't be overthought at all because that's the beauty of them. They're very casual, especially with something that is like a long time friend or someone you consider your best friend. You shouldn't have those ups and downs where you have like awkwardness in a sense. Like I have a very small circle of friends and the reason I've done it this way is because in the past, I have had large friendship groups. I never benefited from them because I just didn't thrive in an environment where there was so many people talking behind each other's backs. And the truth is, they weren't really friends. I call it a friendship group. I call them my past friends, but they really weren't because they were backstabbing. They were talking ill of each other behind each other's back and it was toxic looking back. But now I have a close group of friends. I have a wider group of friends that, you know, I treat as more loose friends. I feel like it's good to have like think of the like uh think of like a circle within a circle so the mini circle is like your really really close friends and then the wider circle is like friends people that you can go out with you can have fun with like you know if you would go shopping together you'd have the best fun and then think of like the wider circle as like wider group of friends people that you know you could go to the shops with and you'd have a lot of fun like doing a shopping spree people you could go to the movies with you could do a casual lunch with and then think of your mini circle as people that are able to do that and much more people that you could call over to you know when you're having a bad day be a shoulder to cry on people that you know if you just needed a bit of extra company they're there they don't care if you're in your pjs or if you're in your fanciest outfit people that can come over and don't need an introduction those are the kinds of people in the mini circle and i've really kept my mini circle quite small but those people i like keep so dearly to my heart like those people i care so dearly for majority of them literally can park their cars out the front of my house and they don't even need to knock they can just walk straight in and that's the beauty of it that's the comfort level we have gotten to a lot of the time when I'm hanging out with my really, really good friends, we will literally sit next to each other and scroll on TikTok because that's how comfortable we are within each other's presence that we don't even feel the need to make awkward small talk if it's not necessary because we'll just sit on our phones and people are going to be like, oh my God, that is so Gen Z. You know what? Yeah, it is. I will, I'll claim that. I'll claim it. I'm just saying, I think it's really important to have a small circle of friends that you are a 
bajillion percent comfortable with and you don't have to think about because that's the beauty of friendship it should be something that is super easygoing super lighthearted, laid back that you don't even have to think about and it shouldn't be in a way toxic should not be one-sided and it shouldn't put you in a position where you actually feel like you are making their life difficult or you're making the friendship difficult they shouldn't put you in a position where you feel like you are a burden and i think that's going to be my main takeaway advice do not put yourself in a situation where someone is making you out to be a burden that is just not your friend if someone is making you feel like you're not meant to be there not your friend and that's just what i want you guys to take away from today's episode you know keep your good friends really close keep your circle small and you know you know who your real friends are but yeah that's it thank you for listening to today's episode i hope you guys enjoyed our little friendship kind of topic i've had a lot of you guys request this so i'm actually really happy we covered it and it was super fun to just sit and chat with you guys but i hope you guys enjoyed listening let me know your feedback as always you can find me on insta if you guys want to dm me it's lray underscore or i put up a lot of question boxes so if you want to chuck us a follow You'll see a lot of those question boxes throughout the week talking about the podcast. If you guys wanted to contribute, um, offer some topics, offer some questions, this, that, and the other. But yeah, thanks for listening and I love you guys. Mwah.